Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, and the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile, but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is strange with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns, and many a fellow turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. And don't give up, though the pace seems slow, you may succeed with one more blow. Often the goal is nearer than it seems, and you're just that close to reaching your dreams. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup, and he learned too late when the night came down how close he was to that golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. You never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick it out. When your hardest hit, it's when things seem worse that you must not quit. When I was still teaching, I used to every morning start my class with moments of inspiration or words of wisdom or whatever the kids wanted to call them. Because when I started doing it the beginning of the year, I kept a book so that I would have enough if nobody ever brought one in, but they always did in every class, whether it was a freshman grammar class or whether it was a senior comp or a speech or theater, they always loved to find their favorite poems and short stories and quips and sayings. It could be anywhere from 30 seconds to three minutes, but that was it. And then that made the class get all settled and they were focused on the front of the room so that by the time I took roll from the back of the room, I could just waltz up there and talk about what we had just heard, give a little bit of moral inspiration, thank the person who had either brought it in or read it, and then class was ready to go. I know it seems like, well, you're wasting a couple of minutes at the beginning of each class. Most teachers waste a lot of time at the beginning simply taking role or trying to get the kids settled down or Teachers know how it goes. So that was my little quip and bit of wisdom that I learned through the years for teaching. Now, as far as life goes, what if you started your own mornings with something of wisdom or something of inspiration or something uplifting, and there's nothing more uplifting than reading the Psalms? Oh, I love the Psalms, and especially knowing that most of them were written by David, who was not only the one who slew the giant Goliath as a little boy, but later on he got caught up in the ways of the world. Yes, he became king. Yes, Jesus even called him a man after my own heart. But there's one thing that we know, too. He became an adulterer. And he even was responsible for the death of the husband of the woman he was committing adultery with. 
That was David and Bathsheba. You've probably heard of that. Then Bathsheba ended up marrying him because she was with child, which is why he killed her husband in the first place. But that's another story. Read it if you want to. But the one thing that happened in that is that with that child, the little child was born sick. And David, of course, not only as the king, but as the father, prayed and he sought God's face and said, please let my child live. And he acknowledged his sins. He knew he had done wrong. Nevertheless, the baby died. Now, he could have gotten bitter and said, well, I'll never trust in you again. That's the reason that I'm the one. Or he could have said, well, it's my own fault. I'm responsible for this, and I'll never. And he kind of did, but he also said, now it's time to go back to my God, to seek the plan that he had for me, and to find out what God wants to do with my life. My friend, maybe you're listening and you've gone through something messy, like a divorce or, heaven forbid, responsible for another person's death. Although, as you know, those of you that have listened for very long, remember that my husband and I were to witness the death row inmate who had been writing to me at a Christian radio station for 10 years. Joseph Franklin was his name. Should he be forgiven after killing plotting to kill all those people that he did, usually racially bent? No, I've never done that. I've never been a murderer. I've never committed adultery. I've never... There's a place in Scripture where Jesus saw two men praying. One was the Pharisee, thank God I'm not like one of them. And the other was the man who said, I am a poor, humble servant who has committed sins. Father, forgive me. Which one do you think was forgiven? And which one do you think was really after God's own heart? All I know is in my own life, there are many times when I should not have been forgiven. Many times that I have not only broken the law and committed sins, but times that I should have even been captured and reprimanded, and times that I should have never, ever, ever been given another key to another car, another access to someone else's heart. Never should I have been allowed to dot, 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 fill in your own blank. I always love to say where you've been hurt the most is where God will use you to help others the most. From that point on in David's life, he turned it over to God and wrote most of the Psalms. The last part of Psalm 139 says, Search my heart. See if there be any evil way in me, O God. Are you willing to pray that? Most of us know. We know without a shadow of a doubt what our chief fault is. Some of us are just very envious and jealous, and some of us are bitter and angst-ridden, and some of us would love to see other people hurt or harmed. But most of us are not willing to really look in our own hearts and see what evil lurks there within. And it's not the shadow, it's sin. And oh, my friend, if you're listening right now and you want God to change you, he changed somebody that was a whole lot worse off than you. Yeah, David, but also me. When I look back at my old life, God changed me. What a miracle. 
What a miracle. And he set me on a new path. He turned my feet around. He said, you want to be a high school dropout and never go into a classroom again? Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to make you a teacher. And you're going to teach school for 30 years. Then you're going to teach teachers for 10 more. Then you're going to teach in seminars across the United States and other countries. Then you're going to be on the radio and TV. And I would have said, ha. <laughs> me, horrible, Debbie, a 16-year-old, mean, hating the world, hating my parents, running away from home, hating school, over 100 pounds overweight, hating everything and everybody, and wouldn't even say the word God. Yep, that's who picked me up, turned me around and gave me the next 40-plus years of glorious, wonderful life that's still going today. This morning, as my husband and I woke up, we looked outside. We saw the beauty of the lake where we now live in Florida. We got busy on our Bible study, and we prayed together, holding hands as we do every day. And if I know your name at all, you're on our prayer list. Hundreds of names that we have been keeping through the years. And my friend, you may not have had a good beginning, but your end may be better than you ever, ever hoped, dreamed, or thought. I know, because mine is. God, I just pray for the one that is listening, and thank you that even right now, there are things in each of our lives we need to turn around, and you will do it in a heartbeat, just as you did for me, just as you did for King David, just as you did for the murderer on death row who was executed, Joseph Franklin. And remember, you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for listening in, and I pray you have a blessed week. I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.